Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raised a bar and lowered a tone all things FPL related. We're almost finished with our first international break of this FPL season and uh, yeah we're recording this on Monday the 12th of October so still a handful of games to go through but nearly out the other side. The question still remains the same however will we be bringing our FPL teams safely into port or are we going to end up Shipwrecked on a Garrett Bale-sized piece of driftwood. Only time will tell. And I am, of course, being a tad dramatic. It is only four game weeks gone, so plenty of time left. But, you know, if it was to get nasty and all hands were to be required on deck, then this is the guy you want. He's had his hands on so many decks. They call him Sea Shanty Seamus, and he is my podcast partner in crime. How are you getting on, my friend? Nah. Ahoy, matey. Seagulls were keeping with the nautical team. I'm good. I'm good. And uh, yourself, yeah, I good, am sir. good. We took a, a brief sabbatical last week, so no no uh, game week four review. But, uh, you know, fuck it. I feel refreshed now. I feel. Yeah, it's needed. It's needed every so often. What have you kept yourself busy with? Basically, anything other than football. Uh, just work related. Adulting stuff. We're in the process of. Trying to buy a house, and uh, Mrs. is underway on a carrying child, so I think just that sort of shit. Uh, but basically, spending quality time with my wife. A know, complete football it. detox. That's it. That's it. I only uh, actually got to see the highlights of the Liverpool game last night. Finally got around to it. I'd seen some of the goals on the news and things like that, but I hadn't seen matches today. The Liverpool game, um, the one that was a week ago. Yeah, well, that was some game. Yeah. It's been a full week. Like I watched last Sunday's game last night, you know. So I took a full week. I I knew what kind of had happened, but that Sunday was a bit crazy with United getting spanked, you know, by Spurs. Didn't I? Kind of after that, I kind of that's when I wanted to take yeah, a football break. I mean, I get you. As I said, we didn't record last week, so this does I suppose is a little stale for any of you. But we didn't get a chance to discuss this because we haven't probably spoken since after the last game week. So. The United result, 6-1, hammering by Spurs. That didn't go down too well, uh, but it was quickly, you know, washed out of our mouths by the the Liverpool match shortly afterwards. Uh, I don't know what that did for your FPL managing, Seamus. Did you... Are you now thinking... thinking, Because you had just used your wild cards. Obviously, Aston Villa and Spurs weren't teams you had invested in. So now, all of a sudden, are you second-guessing yourself? Uh, yes, with the Spurs one, anyway, that's that's for sure. I mean, you saw how many goals. They've got the most shots on goal this season, or shots on target, I think, um, of any team. I don't have any Spurs in my team. I only had Doherty. I got rid of him. Wasn't expecting a whole lot in the United game, but, man, I wasn't expecting United to be so awful that uh, they conceded. Was it 6-1? Six six was it 6-1? Six 6-1 one? Six one the United game, 7-2 in the Liverpool game, yeah. So I wasn't expecting to concede six goals. And uh, like, like uh, everything with Spurs, when they score goals... Kane is involved, Son is involved. They both got lots of points again, the same as they did uh, a few game weeks ago as well. So, yeah, they seem to be just the players to have right now. And you're seeing it uh, with the transfers. Like, Son has got like, nearly a million transfers in. This is following having 1.3 million people transfer him out the, only the week before. So not too many people got his uh, 
Paul against United are how strange is that has Sun start to the FPL season been like he a quick recap game week one doesn't do anything game week two Hall against fucking Southampton four goals game week three goes off at half time delivers a one point return and game week four uh Halls again against Man United in a match that m- the majority of FPL managers, I believe, uh, thought he would miss through injury that he, you know, had a, had gotten in game week three. Uh, so, I mean, it's been so mental. We've seen his price going, dra- you know, dropping, going up, dropping, going up. Uh, I don't know if if uh, if if I can remember something as recent as that, you know, a player that's had that kind of up and up topsy turvy start to the season, especially with sales like. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't blame anyone for selling him. He's like priced at a point. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, you know, he's got a price point of, you know, we can do a lot with yeah. that. You can go up a small bit and get like a premium midfielder. You know, you can go down a small bit and you can get a lot. You know, it could have went to any of these seven million players. We discussed it last week. What to do with the sun money? Um, there was no doubt in our minds that he was out. You know, he went off injured at half time. There would have been no reason to take him off. They weren't even winning that game, or were they winning one nil maybe? Which one? What game was that? The previous game when he went off, uh, they were one 0 up against Newcastle. Yeah, they were one up against Newcastle. Yeah, it was Newcastle, wasn't it? And that was a kind of fixture where, like, he's not going to take him off there at halftime unless he's actually injured. There was a small bit of rumours about Jose mind games because he did make let hints saying, "Well, look, it's a hamstring injury, but who knows? We won't rule him out." That that's just mind games. But actually, the mind game seemed to be that he was injured in the first place. If you ask anyway, me, so. like, this is complete armchair uh, football you know commentary uh, but i yeah. believe that jose wanted to rest him from uh for the match because you know they had that really uh hectic week of the carabao cup and the europa league before the premier league uh fixture the next week so i think they had hammered newcastle so badly in the first half of that match and were one nil up and to be honest with you, I hammered him for 80 minutes of, you know, 80 minutes of the match and um, 85 minutes of the match. Yeah. Uh, I think he just thought he was being a little bit smart by resting son, taking him off at, off at halftime. Like something you do in FIFA. You're like, no, I want to save him for you yeah. know, the important match midweek. I'll give, just give him the first half. But that's, from a fantasy manager point of view, an absolute disaster. This is like Pep Guardiola's rotation and the likes of those managers who just won't reveal that somebody's injured in their press conferences. It's just outright lies. I mean, they're all trying to get this like tiny little advantage against these but other why teams. Wouldn't you? But like, just tell us, <laughs> just tell us if they're injured or not. Come on. Like, this isn't even a thing in fantasy sports in the US. Like in the US, if you've got an NFL team, somebody's out, you're told they're out. Oh, he's going to be out for two weeks. He's going, he'd be, he missed this game. He'd be back that game. There's none of this. Oh, maybe he's back. Maybe he's not mind games. They just tell you outright. This is what I've been hearing anyway. Uh, yeah. I don't play any of those US fantasy sports, but there seems to be um, like uh, an onus on the media to know this information and for managers and coaches and stuff to actually American tell media the knowing information. information. What have you? What what fucking channels are you watching, Seamus? Uh, they they'd be new to me, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean. Sports, sports media, media fair sports enough. media uh, in regards to I, li- I like it I like the, the mind games I respect it I want to see more of it it's one of the you know the things I like this whole Ole becoming a you know he, there's just a big a, a liars club starting where like you know they just we don't know who to trust and uh, yeah I mean that's fine with me I just I've never really trusted any of the managers anyway because I assumed they would lie you know maybe that's my horribly yeah. cynical outlook in life but uh <laughs> Game respects game, you know. You you respect that, you know. 
But uh, for me, it just gives me one more headache I don't like to deal with. I would just like like to know. And like I, I think 1.3 million Sun owners last week could have yeah they would have been pretty aggrieved (laughs) and uh it you know as we kind of alluded to it was completely understandable but i mean speaking of aggrieved uh is aggrieved the word aggrieved yeah that's the word uh yeah yeah Yeah, i think that's the word speaking of that are you happy with your wildcard team that was the big thing we kind of talked about uh you know in last week's episode and you've had your first your first game week since post wildcarding yeah can't can't bait a red arrow on your wild card, can you? You know, so not ideal. 43 points. Is that my lowest point score of the season? <laughs> yeah, it's the ter- four, four game weeks in. Lowest point score of the season. Not my lowest game week rank. Just about. A game week rank of uh, 4.192 million. Uh, red arrow from 2.8 million places to 3 million places. So about 200k down. Um, yeah, not ideal. Not a very high scoring week. Generally speaking, most people would have got their captaincy wrong. People who went with Salah as captain yeah. did well, um, which is the kind of general team. So I had him. That was one of the bright points. You asked if my wildcard was a success. I had three major decisions I went with. One was to go for Ings yeah. over Vardy. Vardy didn't score. Ings didn't score. So that worked out the same pretty much. But Ings was cheaper, allowed me to use my money in midfield more. I went with uh, Salah instead of Sterling. So that's uh, Sterling scored, but Salah scored two. So that worked out better there. Uh, De Bruyne was a lock. Captaincy did nothing. Third captaincy <laughs> blank out of four. So I'm doing that's killing me. Uh, new transfer Calvert Lewin immediately repaid the favor, you know, by getting him in, getting a goal. Unfortunately, no bonus points. Trossard was one of my picks. I went with Trossard over Podence, um, and because they were priced, Podence was slightly cheaper. But I went with Trossard. He got an assist. Dodgy you assist, it. albeit when the keeper spilled the ball, but you take what you can. And, um, yeah, Jimenez, unfortunately, despite Wolves getting the uh, the W, didn't uh, pick up anything, so he got two points. So my forward line looks good. Uh, in theory, they're all proven forwards, apart from Calvert-Loon, but he's the most in-form on player, you know, in the league, forward anyway, this season. And uh, I was a bit disappointed as well with Barnes having a late goal chalked off. That was my Leicester coverage when I didn't go for Vardy, and uh, he had a, like, 90-plus minute goal chalked off that was disappointing so yeah other than that the usual back line was tatters i got zero points from my three defenders one point from justin zero from lamptey minus one from alexander arnold for a net zero Oof. points from my three defenders would have had a clean sheet for james i went with james on my wild card oversized. i would have had a clean sheet um, and he doesn't play well, I picked the Chelsea defender yeah. and Chelsea kept the clean sheet. He so just if you had Tamori or something like that, it would have been the same, yeah? Get out of town. <laughs> trying to You get to say, I would uh, have had a clean sheet if the player was sitting on your bench with six points. Then you go, yeah, okay. If you had played your Chelsea defender, you would have got a clean sheet. You, sir, are being a greedy, greedy Gertie. Greedy Gers. <laughs> greedy Gers. No, I mean, look, fuck it. James had, was a doubt at the start of the season. The reason I didn't have him in there on my team because I thought maybe he'd be dropped at some point. Didn't realize Chilwell was so ready to play. Oh, what a fucking debut! I thought, you know, I know he. I know golden assist. He and played in the midweek uh, cup game, so I thought maybe he had a clean sheet. I thought maybe he might be rested. You know, he may just have played a game midweek and then may take a break, and then he'd be kind of come back soon. So I thought, you know, James will probably play right back. Aspilicueta could play left back because I know he fucked out uh, Alonso after the trio draw Fair with uh, West Brom. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I think James is still in here. Went with him anyway. Felt like 
going for his attacking stylings. I had no Chelsea in my team. Uh, should have went with Sice uh, for Wolves in what turned out. So that was the one mistake I made there in that side. I think the rest of my defense is pretty cheap. Another decision I thought of was um, Robertson over Alexander-Arnold. I said I'd stick with Robert, uh, Alexander-Arnold. And I just kept with McCarthy and Golds, who rewarded me nine so, points I mean, as well. You so, kind of stumbled on yeah. one of the big talking points this week. Uh, you know, you, you chose Alexander-Arnold. The question now, especially after getting smashed 7-2, is, you know, everyone, kind of similar to this stage last season, including the Allison injury, kind of spookily enough. It's like, it was around the start of the season when Allison picked up a knock and Adrian was, was good at the keeper. And we saw how... Topsy turvy that was uh, for the Liverpool defenders. You know, last Sunday's performance definitely wouldn't have put anyone uh, at ease. Conceding seven goals. Do you like? We know what you did. You kept uh, Trent. Now that was before the the the, the hammering. I don't think that would have changed anyway because I, I don't know how many people are depending on Trent's clean sheets. But like for the likes of FPL managers who have doubled up on Liverpool, <laughs> Robertson and Trent. Or Van Dijk in one of the two. Like, what are you thinking? You thinking to like, get off? Or is that is that safe to say? Hmm. Good. Yeah, great question. In a word, <laughs> panic. Okay. Panic. Just sell all your. Players. I'm with no, you. Sell Salah. Sell one of them though. I, I think sell 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 one of them. Not your. <laughs> maybe not Salah because <laughs> I think something that score goes. But like watching what happened in that. Okay, there was a large element of that. You know, some of those goals that. Aston Villa scored were lucky but you can chalk off maybe three of those goals that's still conceding four goals and Watkins could have had you know another couple of goals he hit the bar he was one on one Adrian actually saved it didn't matter at that stage there were like five goals ahead Um, Barkley missed a couple yeah yeah you mentioned him earlier uh, when we were talking and you were dead right he could have had another couple so another day like it could have easily been yeah two or three goals ruled out but another two or three goals counted Um, yeah and it's exactly what you said it reminds me of last season when, uh, yeah, Adrian had to deputise in goals when Allison's injury was there. So I think the same thing could happen again. They're going to give away some silly goals, like the first one in that game. Their defensive line is way too high. That if they're not doing what they do well, keeping a very straight line, uh, organised defence, and more importantly, pressing in midfield then uh, teams will have the time and space to put balls in behind them. And Gomez, as fast as he is, you know, isn't going to save them. Every- and Van Dyke fast as well. They're not going to save them every time. If Their fullbacks are so high up that uh, there's no protection down the, the flanks. And that's where they were getting in. And uh, I'm a bit worried. I don't think, I think the double up is too dangerous now with Allison injured. And it's mostly the Allison injury because I think they can get back to their pressing best in midfield. I think they can sort the defence out a bit. But without Allison in there, he bails them out so much as well. He starts yeah. much higher. Let me, you know, as well. So let me ask you this: to... If you were wildcarding this week instead of last week, would you still have Trent in your team? Liverpool have Everton, Sheffield United, West Ham, and City in the next four. Then they uh, have Leicester after that. So, like, not the nicest bunch of fixtures. But would you still be going with Trent? Is he still just yeah. like, nailed for you? Well, I did consider Robertson, so I think one Liverpool, either Robertson or Trent, is a must. I kind of prefer Robertson at the minute. I'm just terrified that I go Robertson and then I know what happens. Trent finds form. But at the minute, Trent isn't in form. He definitely doesn't look as good as the the other players, uh, as Robertson um, at the minute. 
Robertson is getting to really attacking positions. Heat map shows how advanced he is. He's taking set pieces now as well, which we mentioned previous episodes, and that's really important. So he's putting in dangerous balls. I, uh, I'm going to stick with uh, Trent. I think you need to stick with one of them. I think two is risky, but as you said, they're you know, clean sheets are a bonus with them. It's their attacking potential is yeah. the reason why. You know, they could lose a clean sheet and Trent could still get a goal no, and two com- assists. You're, 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 you're bang mm-hmm. on. Um, and I, I want to bring it back to James there. I kind of got a little bit bogged down on your your greediness of trying to claim some, like, you know, managerial <laughs> wisdom uh, XP uh, saying that you knew Chelsea would keep a clean sheet against one of the promoted teams. Was It, it was West Brom, wasn't it? But, uh, yeah. No, oh, they yes. drew it West Brom. It was against... Um, who the fuck was it against? It doesn't matter. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, yeah. So, Palace. either way, um, what I wanted to kind of say was that that would have been, when I saw your team, uh, you know, after the deadline, that was pretty much one of the f- the few areas I would have critiqued. Um, but even then, I understood why he was coming into your team. What I, you know, was just kind of concerned about and going forward is like, what do you think James being arrested for? You know, what's the knock-on effect of that? Because, I mean, we both knew that when Chilwell came in, it was going to add to a bit of rotation, especially when you consider, like, the fact that they want to play Aspilicueta. Are we entirely sure that he's playing four at the back and no, not three centre? You know, like, there was questions in the air. And now we've seen James rested. So, are you, is this for you? Like, are you kind of a wait and see now? Or are you just jumping? Are you, t- you think, like, nope, I, I, I missed a boat with him. No, I don't know. I mean, now I'm worried that uh, if he's, you know, if it's a straight shot when he's got, a, you know, his defender's fit, he's, you know, fully fit left back, then it's going to be a choice between Aspilicueta and James at right back. And if he's going for Aspilicueta, you know, instead of James in a game against Crystal Palace, where, you know, they have some of their fastest players on the left, like uh, Zaha or Eze, you know, then if he's still choosing Aspilicueta over Reese James, who's much faster, you know, Aspilicueta is just. It's starting to get slow. We've seen it a couple of times. I think we saw it last year in the FA Cup final. Um, it's getting slow, so it's something that uh, I feel like he's probably first choice now. So, yeah, looks like James could be a mistake. Um, James could be somebody who just comes in and out for games here and there uh, when people need to be rested or injured and things like that. Unless he goes to a back five and he plays uh, or plays Azbilicueta in a back two, which I don't think he will do because if he was going to do it, he surely would have done it, you know, in that game last week. So he might have to go. But I'm probably not going to react this week. I'm probably going to give it one more week. So I have a double transfer in game week six. And then yeah. he can go then. Either well, that was my that was kind of like my little nitpick of your team. I think, I mean, I'm obviously using hindsight to kind of come at you a bit stronger with that there. Because it's been two weeks. And this has been mulling over in my head uh, at the time when you were picking your team. Like, this is obviously, you know, prior to Reese James n- missing a match or, or losing uh, losing out on his spa- on his spot in the team so you know fair enough but one of the places i also wanted to give you credit to in your wild card was uh leandro trossard i thought that was a pretty i didn't know if you had the balls to go for trossard i was wondering you know because he's a he's a fringe fpl player do you know like uh we remember last season there was glimpses i had him in my team last year then he picked up that knock and and whatsoever for the rest of the season but yeah brighton coming into a pretty decent run of fixtures crystal palace west brom Spurs, Burnley and Villa all in the next five. Uh, he picked you up an assist in his... You know, a fortunate assist, uh, thanks to Jordan Pickford. You know, slippery hands Pickford. Uh, he he got you a five-point return. You must be pretty happy going into a, an away match against Crystal Palace. Uh, 
Yeah, well, the game week six game at home to West Brom will be the one where I'll have further mm. uh, high hopes for him. I mean, what is it? Four game weeks in now, and they have do to do one win and three losses. Brighton, they've played really good. I mean, they've been very attacking. Great to watch. They were unlucky against Chelsea. You know, they didn't really deserve to lose three one. Um, they beat Newcastle fair enough. Um, really unlucky against United and Everton are just a team that are in good form at the moment. So look, they they got the the better of them. Uh, but yeah, I think the next few we'll see some wins. And I really wanted a bit of Brighton. I don't really want Mape. He's the penalty taker, so he's probably one to go for. <laughs> but uh, Trossard is more exciting of a player. He's basically playing as a forward. Um, you know where he's starting and uh, he's getting on the ball a whole lot more. He creates a ton. Could have had a few against United, like I said, and uh, it's only two percent owned, so it gives me a bit of interest in the Brighton kind of to watch Brighton games, which I want to watch because they're actually quite attacking this year and they're interesting. And I think they will, you know, they're not been getting the points their performances have deserved or merited. So I think they'll pick up some more in the next few. And yeah, he's a player that yeah, uh, hopefully I agree with you. I think um, they they haven't been getting the points that their performances have merited, but they've also had extremely tough fixtures that you maybe wouldn't have expected them to get a lot of points from like Chelsea and, and Manchester United even though the performances indicated they should have got something there at the start of the season you're thinking that's a tough fixture I don't want Brighton assets so you know um, I don't I'm not holding those matches against Brighton do you get me as you said West Brom in game week six yeah that's the big one that's what uh, that's what will what you'd be hoping for um, so Brighton you're, you've got a bit of Brighton coverage you're happy you're set for the next few weeks there's one other team that you've uh you know, you've got there in your wild-carded squad that I don't have any of, and that's, you know, it's a bit probably shame on me, but no Everton in my squad, and uh, you're sitting pretty with DCL. You, like, he seems the most obvious nailed-on forward to have in your team so far this season, and I don't fucking have him. Yeah, I mean, just simply based on price. Well, he's priced at 7.6 now, started the season at 7. I got on him only like Is I've only had him six? one week, oh, you know, and uh, he's already, <clears throat> yeah, he's. Uh, I got him at seven three. I've only had him a week. He's up to seven six now. Uh, his ownership is going to be really high. What is it? It's 48% owned. He's like going by half the game now. And you can't blame him. Like the games, uh, he's got a goal in at least every game. Eight, 17, six, six points. Yeah, he's he's banging him in. Uh, fixture this week is tough. Then he's got Southampton away. Southampton aren't very good defensively so far. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Newcastle hey, 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 hey. No, I won't have that. McCarthy just got you and I a nine-point return. Yeah, Lean. two clean sheets in a row, I believe, yeah. <laughs> Six points before that. Yeah, so Lean let's fucking take a, yeah. take a chill pill on your Southampton slander over there, okay? Kyle Walker-Peters is looking, you know, kind of a, a better pick all of a sudden. It was it was West Brom and Burnley. Burnley, who at the minute have barely got twelve players in their squad, uh, over the age of twelve, and yeah, West but Brom. We have Southampton West Brom. players in our FPL teams because of <laughs> their fixture list, uh, and like West Brom and Burnley, they're the two teams you expect them to keep clean sheets against. Do you know you're like okay, it's so perfect. Yeah, I don't expect it. Yeah, this I don't week. expect him to keep yeah, or this week against, against Chelsea. You're thinking, nope, that's fine. I'm not expecting... Hopefully, McCarthy pulls out one of those matches, you know, performances yeah. where he gets a bunch of save points and, uh, you know, maybe saves a penalty and gets a goal. Who knows? But, like, it's the 
Aston Villa Newcastle match game week seven and eight. I'm going okay. I want some points out of that. That's what we want Southampton for. And so far they've delivered. You have Ings though. You've invested eight point five in this. Tr- yeah. Well, no, but sorry. No, this this whole case, this this whole thing came from where you were kind of. I was saying I want uh, Calvert Loon for that game against Southampton, which is not this week, but it's the following week because I think you know that's a good fixture for Everton. I think Everton will batter. Do you think so? Southampton is as good as Southampton are. You know they're. They're still a mid-table team, and Everton at the minute are playing way better than a mid-table team. They're yeah, they're they top, top of the league. league yeah. No, I mean top Everton have played uh, yeah. absolutely smashing football, and we only had an argument, or I only had an argument with one of our our mates after the last game. We kind of suggested that, and he's a Spurs fan. I'm a United fan, so he was kind of talking about top four, top five, and I said, "Hey, wait a minute! Like, what about Everton? Like, are you saying that Spurs and United look better than Everton right now? Because they don't." And uh, Everton have no Europe this year. I think they're going to be really strong contenders. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe with, with the the Southampton uh, Everton match, but I do. I don't think that puts me off Southampton defensive assets. If you get if you get where I'm coming from, like I think. No, I'll still keep them because they'll get lots of shots, and McCarthy hopefully will make mm-hmm. lots of saves depending on the quality of the shots. You know, Rodriguez is somebody who's likes a shot from distance generally. His goals this week were back post tappings. Okay, so fair enough. But um, if we were assuming that, you know, players like Dina, Gilfie Sigurdsson, uh, Rodriguez and stuff like that would be firing off shots or Richarlison firing off lots of shots, could see save points. And it just could turn out, you know, that, uh, that Southampton yeah. would work. A good fixture. But uh, no, I, I do back Southampton. You were saying there about Danny Ings. I have him in for a reason. I think they'll score goals. Their fixtures are nice. I've got Shea Adams. Not this week. I'm after I'm after making a, a, a boo-boo, I think. I should have just went with Bamford at the start of the season. <laughs> and it's like, ah, uh, fuck. Yeah. No, it's... You know, the expression, Jerk. It's always 50-50. Exactly. It's always 50-50. In the lag, I probably spoke over you there. But to our ears, that was in sync. Um, yeah, no, I think that's about enough dissecting your wild card, Seamus. Or, or wild card fallout is what I would have... <laughs> And a big explosion would appear in the screen there if I, you know, had some kind of production assistant. But instead, I'm doing this shit myself. And with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the drug tank. We've got our first question this week. It's from a Mr. Llama at the Llama Lounge FPL Linguistic Llama. He is a bang-up lad. He's got his own YouTube channel that does PlayStation 4 and FPL coverage. Himself and FPL Boona have often a stream, FPL debate on, on, I don't know what days they're on, but those lads are fucking always streaming. So it's it's as simple as that. Mm. He asks a question which I believe you were, you loved the phrasing of it. Are you pig sick? Of United, City, and Chelsea now. And I like that phrase, yeah, pig sick, bang on. Are we leaving, are we best leaving these teams, the, for fuck's sake, Lamo, could you write it any better? Jesus Christ, are we best leaving these teams the now until game week 8, 9, 10-ish? Anyone watching this on YouTube, subscribe, uh, can see that this is not my fault. This is yours, Lama. This is yours. Proofread these fucking things going forward, please. Are you pig sick, United? <laughs> but he says that about... Yeah, he says it up there. He picks up United City Jesse the now. So the now seems to be. I think that's a he's Scottish. Is he Scottish yeah, is that yeah, an ex- yeah. Scottish expression? So he's he's writing it like he speaks. Maybe. Um, that's well, he has it in the twice. Now. So I, I, I initially there. put it up as an autocorrect yeah. in my head, 
But maybe, yeah, maybe it is a Scottish uh, dialect coming through in his text. And if that is the case, I apologize. I love that kind of shit in in <laughs> in in writing. But yeah, are you pig sick of United City and Chelsea? Are we best leaving these teams? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pig sick of Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sick of United now too. But I mean, Chelsea, like, are you are you one of these people still on Werner? One of these people, you know. If What's you're one mean? of those managers, yeah. But if you know, I didn't mean it in that way. You know, yeah. not, not you people. But uh, yeah, if you're on Werner right now, yeah, you were definitely pig sick of fucking. Of Werner, uh, United as well. You had Martial. Yeah, you got your first uh, assist of the season. He also got a red card. Now he's going to be suspended for three games. Yeah, I, suppose, I assume. So uh, Bruno, I guess you know if United continue to win penalties. I know Rashford um, scored the other week as well. But yeah, I don't really want like I, this is where United are right now. Is where they were. Where I was with them. You know, personally, before they send Bruno, I was like, avoid, stay away from them. Like, then they send Bruno and things were all rosy. And I just did not, I expected that to continue on a bit. Did not see it turning so drastically already. They've, they beat Brighton, but they looked shite. Um, you know, they're, they require penalties to fucking beat any team, it seems. Uh, and look, sometimes they'll get those and they deserve them, but they were dismantled so easily by Spurs. There was nothing in midfield. Um, it's yeah, it's hard to say because when they you know to go back with it when they first signed Bruno, like that was finally them transitioning from yeah we can beat teams on the counter attack but we can't break down teams. They suddenly found a way to break down teams. Now it doesn't look like they can do that anymore. Yeah, I mean I think uh, I think you're being maybe a little harsh. I think the we didn't get a preseason. Um, there is a lot of issues in the United squad. Hundred percent. I think you know obviously their fucking centre backs are. are you know, one of them, one of the one of the issues. Um, there's plenty of issues, and I don't want to turn this into a Man United rant, but I do think you're leaning a little bit harsh, um, in regards to them from an FPL perspective. I think Rashford has gotten some pretty decent point re- points returns. Remember, they're all a game less, so in three games, uh, Rashford's you know got a, a you know a fairly decent average over those three games. I don't have it here in front of me because you know. What am I? Some kind of professional FPL FPL podcast prepared? prepared? Exactly. Fuck off. I don't have it, but you know it. Um, and Bruno Fernandez, he, you know, he might have only lasted forty five minutes against Spurs, but he got, you know, his owners, including myself, a goal from the penalty spot after, you know, following up from his thirteen point haul. I think it was thirteen points haul, a point haul against Burnley. Uh, you know, so. Again, in three matches, Bruno's averaging, like, what, seven points a game? Yeah, he's on 20 points, yeah. so that's just under and that's seven without points prep game. Yeah, Rashford is only... that's what That's straight from this. Yeah. My fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Bruno has been good, you know, so fair play for on Bruno. So, like, yeah, he's fine. But Rashford's got one goal. He's got 11 points from three games so he's averaging just under four points a game Fair. for 9.5 no, million yeah that's yeah. Like and i think we can just draw it there in terms of us because we could literally talk about united for 25 more minutes if for me um there is and those are the two highest point scorers by the way no, i no. just interrupted you sorry but those are the two highest point scorers that's in, in fpl terms so they're not a great option apart from yeah and Fernandez. that's fair i think um I think, like, if you were Martial, if, say, you'd gone Martial instead of Fernandez, and you went, oh, 9 million striker, fuck Werner, I'm going Martial, you're super pissy with his returns over the last three game weeks, you know? So anyone jumping off Martial before the Spurs match is laughing. Um, So, like, yeah, maybe I am being kind of a little bit biased towards 
my FPL asset in Bruno Fernandes. But I do think with the penalties this season and with United's propensity to get penalties, he's 100% still an asset. I mean, even United getting hammered 6-1 at Spurs, he still picked up a goal that he scored in the first 90 seconds or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd rather okay. Stump. You know, if he's my if he's my third, I mean, if, if you can afford Son for 9 million or... Yeah, he's still 9 million. He hasn't even gone up. Anymore. Oh, he went up. So he's then 9 million. Down. And then Fernandez is 10. Yeah, but he hasn't gone back up again. I meant no, up from 8.9, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, he's uh, he's on 9. Um, would you rather spend 1.5 million extra for Fernandez? Can't say at the uh, minute you would. Son's got six goals. Yeah, I mean, look, this is not part of Lama's question, Seamus. So, how dare you pull. How about how dare you no, straw man? But that's why. With a son question. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying uh, I no no idea that now one team of it that he asked in that question that we haven't mentioned okay, is and that, Man City. Um, yeah, not well that Man City. He's kind of sorry to talk over you, but like as you said, we haven't mentioned City. You just said that you take Son over Fernandez because Fernandez is ten point five. KDB is he not? Is he in the same boat as uh, yeah. Fernandez? Do you think like Son just is a better option than KDB based on what we've seen? I'd I'd rather KDB. Um, or Sterling, well, particularly KDB over um, Sterling because KDB's on penalties and they're the same price. Okay, so I'd rather KDB than Bruno as well because A, he's got the penalties that Bruno has in his locker. B, like Man City haven't been awful. They were really good against uh, Leeds for large portions. They were just unlucky. That they were terrible defensively and they were naive against uh, Leicester, but that's going to happen. That happened to them a few times last season as well. They still score the most goals in the league by far. And they'll continue to do that. And Kevin, De- Kev- Kevin DB. You're mixing up KDB your Kev will be, and your KDBs uh, now. Kevin I DB. Know. Mr. Kevin DB. <laughs> yeah, Kevin <laughs> DiBiase. He is one of those players that will just have his hand in a lot of goals. So Man City are going to score goals. And you want a City midfielder. And Kevin is the guy to have. So Are you yeah, worried go about Kev? Kev, as you say? Are you worried about his, re- his flag? He's coming back from the international break. He's flown home from Belgium. This is an FPL hangover exclusive. He's flown back to England, back to Manchester, and he's probably going to have a big yellow flag on him tomorrow. Are you, uh, you nervous about that? Yeah, that is a potential one. I... I haven't made my transfer yet. I think I'm still going to stick with him. Um, I think he went off in the last Belgian game against England yeah. as a precaution. Um, it didn't look like anything serious, but then now it's emerged today, only in the last couple of hours, that he's going to miss the Iceland game. I think Iceland is their next friendly. That's on like Tuesday or Wednesday. So since he's missing that, he's flown home. But is it something just that he's only going to miss it because it's too soon? It's only two days ago yeah. and he'd be fine by the weekend? Is or it is an international it flag, international Let's, break flag? Uh, I hope so. Let's see. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm going to keep, keep him anyway. It's just, uh, if that's the case and he's a doubt, I might have to move on Reese James because uh, I can't afford to carry too many non-players. You know, I might go for yeah. size or something then. Well, yes, but, to yeah. anyone listening uh, who's still in the show, 20, 35 minutes in, fair play to you. We, uh, you know, we're just, we're refreshing our drinks. That's a little bit of, a little bit of me. Sip a beer to the working man. Uh, Seamus, next team, Chelsea. Go for it. Yeah, same. Yeah. Fuck him. No, Werner, fuck off, you know. Come back when you score. I'm going to hit you with one word, two syllables. Havertz. Havertz. 
nah, not for me. I'd rather Ziyech, and he's back now. He got an assist, I believe, at the weekend when he played uh, during international break. I'd rather Pulisic, Ziyech. Yeah, he could be Ballon d'Or winner in two or three years' time. I'll sign him in FPL in two or year, three years' time then. But right now, nah, well, not for me. Got an assist about, there the last day. You're talking about Havertz, yeah, not back to Ziyech. Havertz. Yeah, I'm all getting all confused. My rant is <laughs> well. I mean, like, what I think why I, why I mention him is that if you had habits habits since the start, he's picked you up two assists, fourteen points, and uh, is that enough to keep him taking over? Like for the price he's coming in at, in your view, like if you had had him from the start, are you happy with the you know the the, the tipping away? Especially like he's got what an assist more than Vern? Does he even have an assist more than Vern? He does. Have one assist more than Werner, I believe, because Jorginho missed that penalty. But uh, yeah, no, I'd rather I'd rather have someone like Jack Grealish. Like Jack Grealish got two goals and three assists there last day. I'd rather if you had him, like for one game, for all those games he did nothing for those other games and had him for that one game. He's just completely eclipsed uh, Havertz for cheaper. Put that money elsewhere. So, I don't know. Until it looks like that uh, Havertz can do that sort of damage, not really that interested. Okay. Um, so, so nah. I'd rather have Pulisic. I know Pulisic can hit those heights, and he's back now, it looks like. Uh, and he'll be ready and available for selection soon. So, he's a player I'd, I'd rather have for enough. that money. Um, so, I hope that answers your question, Lama. To sum it up, United City Chelsea, Seamus says... Not so much in City. I still have a man crush on KDB, but United and Chelsea can go suck an F, is what Seamus would say. I have to start catering to your child friendly. Your 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 wife is with child, as you mentioned at the start of the show. So I feel I need to now yes. adopt a more responsible, mature approach to co-hosting this. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so I can play this and um, put it on the belly, so the baby and can my, hear my voice, voice and uh, won't be. And you're about yeah, <laughs> you know, his real dad's voice. Uh, you're so, allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to ever say that. Uh, <laughs> and he's uh, not going to be too disturbed by swearing. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah. 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 Okay. I, have we really answered Linguistic Lama's uh, question enough? Fucking, I don't know. We've only you Jim and jammed on about it long enough. Are we, but uh, to to look at the last bit, are we best leaving these teams until now? Say game week. 8, 9, 10. I say no to that. I think um, it obviously depends on are you wildcarding and what have you got in your team already. But with the likes of United City and Chelsea, you can never say, yeah, we should leave those teams for a certain amount of time because they're, you know, they're, they're the big six. You know, like Fernandez, I think we know already what he's going to deliver throughout the season. Even when United are not playing the best, he's capable of getting a fucking 13-point return like he did against Brighton. Even if he only plays 45 minutes, he got the goal against Spurs. Uh, City, you mentioned Seamus, they scored score you know, you know, a crazy amount of goals last year. Why wouldn't they do it this year? And Chelsea are coming in kind of the same to me when you take in how cheap they are compared to the likes of City and United. You know, you're getting them for last year's Man United prices and... They could click into gear at any minute, so I'm not gonna. I'm not confident in saying, yeah, leave these teams for eight, nine, and ten because I, I genuinely think we'd be wrong with that. But I would say wait until Man United and Chelsea show some actual form. Like I don't know why you'd say, yeah, get Chelsea in eight, nine, and ten if they start showing form this week against Southampton and actually look good. Um, and that's two weeks in a row they look pretty good. You know they're pretty good against Crystal Palace. Like the scoreline flattered them a small bit, 
uh, you know, they were penalties, but uh, they still look pretty good. If they look good against Southampton, then you go, well, there's two games in a row. We've got data now. Maybe they'll start going on a run. I wouldn't worry about them playing Man United away in game week six. That's not a, that tough a fixture. United are in awful form. Uh, same with United. Wait until they're in good form. I don't know why they'd have great form in eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, whatever. Uh, just get them when they're in form. Uh, Man City, don't mind fixtures. They'll come good eventually anyway. They may not be title winners, but they'll still bang in yeah, shit no, those goals. That's fair enough. Uh, our next question, it's coming in from a regular listener of the show. He's He's got on this a bunch of times. FPL Rossi, Seamus, I'm after cutting up his uh, his image quite poorly. So as I don't know his Twitter handle, but uh, I think it's FPL Rossi, isn't it? Uh, it's at FPL underscore go. Rossi. Uh, he's yeah. in my... He's in my heart, even if he's not on my screen. Uh, he asks, Hi, lads. I'm on a wild card. What are your thoughts on how strong the bench needs to be because of COVID? I don't think I'd double up on two 4.5 million keepers. But what do you think? Two out of three playing subs rather than cheap non-playing subs. I'm on a two at the moment. Now, Seamus, without knowing Rossi's team or any of that, Based on the question, how are you feeling about your 15-man squad? Are you willing... Like, you just wildcarded. Um, you've still got Mitchell in your team, I believe. Have you? No? Um, I don't even know who Mitchell is. No, not Mitchell is the 4 million Crystal Palace option. Who... Oh, okay. So. I never had him in my team. That's why I didn't know. <laughs> okay, so you've no 4 million uh, defender. Uh, oh, okay, I've so. done Sorry, for that's... Uh, Burnley to, to fill that, uh, that, that void. Um, I really got him in because he looked like he was going to go up in price and uh, he was getting some games. I knew that once uh, Tarkowski and me were back, you know, he was out uh, or as soon as one of them came back anyway. So he actually didn't even play against Newcastle. Um, Does he have the COVID? And then they actually got... Oh, no, sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not even going to start throwing that. No, Long? Yeah, Long. Is it Long is the guy with the... No, Long got he, he got a he got no. a bang in the head in the last Ireland game, so he went off injured no. after like twenty well, minutes. Uh, but that was that was because his eyes closed up. So you no, basically like you've already uh, so you decided when you were doing your wild card four million. You don't mind wasting taking out a defender slot. I mean, you were hoping he would play, <laughs> but you obviously don't give a shit. No, exactly. Um, I don't think yeah, I could get somebody for four point five or somebody who's playing in there and get two points occasionally for them. Um. I'm not too worried about it. It's not too often I, I end up getting clean sheets off the bench. Um, the points are, I, as I see them, are up forward, and I want to be able to get those points. Uh, I, I just don't think the the upshot of putting that extra 0.5 into players that will play like a maybe a keeper, because you can get a good 4.5 keeper for a team who's going to play every game, and that will at least protect you from kind of COVID yeah. situations there. But the thing about it as well with keepers is keepers kind of tend to work together you know like david de gea and henderson will train together and you know they'll work with a goalkeeping coach if one of them gets covid chances are the other one gets covid as well because they're going to be handling <laughs> balls uh you know <laughs> that came out wrong but they're you know they're going to be they're actually handling things football or you know outfield players are not actually picking anything up and they're so they're not going to be touching their face so yeah there's there's more of a chance for a goalkeeper i guess i think to give it to his fellow backup goalkeeper so unless they've enacted some protocols yeah. i'm not aware of so I would just say the whole doubling up with keepers from the same thing, uh, same team, will only work if there's like an actual injury. Maybe it will work. You never know. We still don't know much about COVID. But I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to change my approach. Maybe we should be more two playing defenders or two playing 
squad players, bench players is all you need as far as I'm concerned at this stage of the season when team value yeah, no, is I still so Yeah, no, I think I kind of agree with you. I'm, uh, I'm pretty... I'm in the same boat. Like, I approached this season, you know, willing to lose a defender uh, in, a, in a 4 million Mitchell. Like, I didn't expect him to actually be playing as long as he is playing. I knew that he was likely to start the first one or two. But, you know, he's, he picked up some points. I think he went up in price. It's like, oh, shit. That's all well and good. He's going to lose his spot to Van Anholt, I'd imagine. Especially because I don't think Mitchell was all that good against uh, Everton or... Um, yeah, I think it was Everton. I don't think he, he had the greatest of games. So, I mean, I, 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 he's going to be gone soon enough, but I'd still be okay with losing a, you know, a defending spot if it meant being able to, I don't know, maybe have a kind of higher class of player in a different spot. I, I think two is fine, Rossi. Uh, I don't know if... I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't be going any lower. I don't know about the, the goalkeeping situation. Like... I currently have a four million goalkeeper, um, who isn't like you know he isn't an anchor, so he's just basically sitting there. So if something was to happen to McCarthy, you know I'm pretty goosed. But uh, like if you were do like you did your team, Seamus, you don't have two four point fives. What was your logic behind that? Uh, no, I I went with Foster because I said I'm going to stick with McCarthy and goals. Foster is priced at 4.0. He wasn't there at the start. I don't know if he was there in game week one, but it's, he's the guy that's on the bench when um, McCarthy's in goals. So if McCarthy does lose his place, it's more likely to be Foster than Gunn. So, yeah, I've uh, I've just kind of handcuffed myself with that. If one doesn't play, I'll get the other one. But as I said, what just moments ago, kind of contradicting that, I you know, I think... If there's a COVID outbreak and McCarthy gets it in the Southampton camp, there's a good chance, you know, fucking Foster or Gunn will get it as well. So it's all pot luck and I'm not, you can't account for luck. So a real man like makes you, his you own. You can then just try and yes. mitigate. Well, you can, <laughs> yeah, you can kind of try and mitigate risk a bit, but then there's a cost that comes with that. And I'm like, look, if things go tits up, the whole season could be fucking suspended anyway. So I'm not going to, I'm just not going to. I'm taking the ignorant approach, you know. Ignorance is bliss. I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to play the game the way I normally play it and see if uh, everything reverts to uh, all this variance we've seen in the last couple of weeks with lots of goals being scored will revert to yeah. mean soon enough. enough. I think it will. I hope that gives you a bit of peace of mind, Rossi. Uh, our next question is from a- another chap who actually does his own YouTube channel at the moment, Nuclear Atoms, at Atoms underscore Nuclear He's asked us a bunch of questions before, but this week he wants to know, am I my wildcard? Should I just avoid Man United assets and Liverpool defenders because of United's form and Adrian in goal? So, Seamus, what do you think? Yeah, we've kind, kind of, of half answered this already, haven't we? You know, you mentioned it about Adrian being missing earlier and the effect it could have on Liverpool's defence. I kind of agreed with you. Um, if I was on wildcard, I'd still want one of them. Hmm. I still think that. Because they do have attacking options, but I'm just looking. He's his team up here, and he's got. Uh, he's saying, should we avoid Man United um, players? And he's got Tellez in there, and uh, he's 5.5. I would be avoiding Manchester United defenders. I don't see any clean sheets. They were so bad against Spurs. Um, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I would be avoiding Man United if I was going on one. Maybe Bruno as a third midfielder. Uh, yeah. I get Possibly. you. Um, I'd be with you. I'd be 100% with you. I think uh, Tellez is insane to have 5.5 invested in him right now when he hasn't even stepped on the pitch for Man United. Um, 
So, nope, not in a million years would I have Tellez in my squad. I don't necessarily think that means avoid United. Like, I'm looking at your midfield there, Nukes, and it's a pretty fucking strong midfield. Like, Grealish, Pulisic, Salah, De Bruyne, Son across the middle. Like, that's five fucking, uh, you know, stunners. But, you know, with Pulisic, there's a big, massive question mark. We have, again, yet to see him. Uh, I don't think he's... He hasn't played a minute yet in the league this season. So, um He's a wait and see. He could be, you know, like for me right now, I'd probably be happy to go with the likes of a Harvey Barnes and, uh, you know, go up to a Pulisic. Or, use that money. Use money. Maybe have a bit of cash in there. But, um, you know, I'd be going up to Pulisic as opposed to having him in my squad right now. I just don't want to, wouldn't want to kind of have a player that hasn't touched the ball yet in the league not on my wildcard I want to kind of a bit more sure things and keep my eye on those kind of places but he does ask you know mainly about Man United assets and Liverpool defenders so we're not going to sit here and criticise his team but uh, yeah Man United assets if you want to have a Fernandez, we know we've spoke about his merits but I don't see any United defensive op- uh, you know players as, as options right now and Martial is injured, uh, so yeah, no, it's a no from me. Um, Liverpool defenders, yeah, I'd, I definitely have Trent or Robertson, one of them too. They're not defenders, man. Do you know, like they're fucking midfielders. Like people yeah. have to stop thinking like they're oh you no, know, no, they're fullbacks. They don't play like fullbacks, and they don't, they don't, their heat maps don't suggest that they're fullbacks necessarily. You know, the traditional fullback. So no, they're. I don't look at them as midfielders. I look at them as seven million. Or as defenders, I look at them as seven million midfielders who can also get me clean sheets if, uh, if 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 things go well. You know, that's how I look at Liverpool assets. Yeah, yeah, it's the exact same. I mean, yeah, they conceded seven, so they ended up with minus points this week. That yeah. almost never happens. So I mean, yeah, they're not often going to concede two. Never mind, never mind four. seven. So I mean, worst case scenario, <laughs> minus one. Yeah. So like, but yeah, just saying that because two is minus one points, yeah. four is minus two. It's very rare they concede four goals and you get zero points from those players. You know, I and yeah, I think as I said, seven. Say Robertson seven million. That's the same starting point price as Grealish. I'm mentioning Grealish because he has him in his team here. He's that he's posted, and Grealish has just had an amazing week where he's got two goals and three assists. Um, yeah, probably at the end of the season, Robertson will have more yeah. points than Grealish because Grealish will go in a spell where he won't score at me. He will get very little points. Because Aston Villa, as well as they're doing right now, still Aston Villa. You know, best case scenario I see this season they finish tenth. That's best case scenario, and I don't even see that happening. I see them finishing maybe thirteenth yeah, if they do I quite think well. Your pessimistic attitude towards Aston Villa is well warranted, <laughs> considering how last year went. But so far, you know, all signs are pointing in the right direction for them. So I'd like to see them. Yeah, yeah. they do look good. They do look good at the moment, so I don't want to be too shitty on them because, you know, Watkins looks like the sort of striker they needed last year. And it could make a big difference, you know. He's he's going to take defenders away from him. Maybe that gives more space to Grealish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, I didn't mean to use Nuclear Atoms team as a as a fucking example, but while we have it in front of us and it is on the screen for all you lovely boys and girls, he's gone with the Brewster option. And uh, I think if I was wildcarding this week, even if I'm not, if I had two free transfers this week, I think Brewster, especially if, like myself, you're sitting on a Shea Adams and a Mitrovic um, with a third striker that you're happy with, and you're sitting with kind of, you know, you want to get to a DCL, all of a sudden I can drop a Shea Adams to a Brewster and turn Mitrovic into 
Dominic Ivern Lewin. And that's looking pretty appealing for me. Okay. Do you have, have a free, free transfer, transfer bank? I haven't used it. I don't have two free transfers, though. No, I don't have one banked. Sorry. Remind me of your uh, remind me of your team. Uh, who's your My fifth, fifth midfielder? midfielder? Is Reed for Fulham. Yeah. See, no, if no. you're dropping, no, see yeah. in in uh, Atomic at Nuclear Adams um, team's case, Brewster is he's basically eighth for like he's got five starting midfielders every week, and that's he's basically benching Brewster. He's gonna have to bench one of them. It's gonna be Brewster, really. So um, that's that's fine if he's your eighth forward midfield player. But if he's your seventh and you've also yeah. got Reed, then no, I think that's a good ideal. point. Um, I think it's a great point. And I mean, look, what you're making me think there, Seamus, with that shrewd commentary is, uh, you know, maybe I do drop a Shea Adams or a Mitrovic to, to him and keep my 4.5 slot for my strikers and then maybe put somewhere in midfield. I mean, at the start of the season, it was all midfield this, midfield that. We've seen a shit ton of strikers, uh, you know, kind of kicking off this season like we haven't even talked about Ollie Watkins who got a hat trick in that Liverpool match you know he's he's coming in dirt cheap Bamford is still on uh, a pretty good scoring record although you know it, it he'll be it'll be a matter of time before Rodrigo starts pushing for his, for his place I think um so I mean there's you know plenty of kind of cheap strikers and maybe I'm maybe I'm getting a little bit kind of ta- you know off topic but yeah, I think Brewster is a four point yeah. five eight attacking option, like you're saying there, uh, that Nukes has in his team is probably the best four point five out there at the moment. Other than that, like you're looking at like a five million suit check, do you know? Yeah, I um, I, if I was in your position and you were talking about dropping, was it Mitrovic or Shea Adams? Was Either it down to Watkins? Either. Was it? Yeah. yeah. If you sh- if you drop Shea or sorry Adams down to. Uh, to Watkins, uh, to fucking what's his face? Brewster. God, I forget his name. Yeah, Brewster. You could use that money to upgrade Reed, I think, or you could just go fuck it and just go uh, straight to Watkins, you know, or Bamford. Like you mentioned Bamford, but I think Watkins is someone you're overlooking. Um, he looked really good the other day. Played with Brentford, got a lot of goals, and after this game against Leicester, um, in game week six, they've got Leeds at home, Southampton at home, then Arsenal away, but then Brighton at home, West Ham away, Newcastle at home. Maybe you want to wait. More to like game week nine, but or game week six, but he could be just a straight swap for Adams. That could be a route out of Adams. I think a lot of people are doing that, and I think it's good, good shout as well. He's only three points, three point three percent owned. Yeah, not a whole a lot. No, of I get you. 5. I get 9. you. I think um, I'm still in a bit of a wait and see stage right now uh, in terms of like I don't know if Brewster is even going to start this weekend. You know, like with those kind of things, um, he could just come off the bench. Uh, Watkins, you know, he, he's got a tough. A tough enough one uh, this week against Leicester. So, you know, it's not like I want to go into that. Um, but the Leeds match could be good. And maybe that is something worth looking out for. Um, but that is the end of our Drunk Tank, ladies and gents. Thank you for the questions. And, uh, yeah, if you want to, you know, send in any questions or any random topics, you can hit us up on Twitter at FPL Hangover. Uh, before we wrap up... Seamus it is about time now I foolishly thought we had done the league in the last episode but then you reminded me that yeah there's been a game week since we last did our mini league so let's see how that looks um yeah uh 
one second while I get. <laughs> I have it. I have, have it, it up. up. I have it up. It's there. It's there. No, no. Freestyle here there. in the background. It just took me. I was like, oh, there's a picture in front of a fucking picture. No, the the FPL Hangover Mini League is up there, and in first place is Dunfahy Eleven. <laughs> Damien McCallion, he got a game week four score of 63 points and he sits up there. Is that right, James? Or are my eyes deceiving me? 286. Yeah. That's a great fucking 286. Rate. So he's killing it. Yeah. No, 286 is overall points. His actual overall rank is 28k. Oh, oddly. 28 and 28. James, spooky. Nah, not that spooky. Yeah. yeah. Um... Not that spooky, but it's a great rank to be at. I mean, like I'm down at three million after four game weeks, so I would rip your arm off or something like He's that. He's not joking, Damien. Um, he actually would yeah. rip your arm off. In second place, we have Live on Earth. Again, my eyes fail me because of the shitty fucking streaming quality. But uh, Live on Earth six one six. He's uh he's not too far behind an overall score of 271 points and I can't imagine his rank being too far behind just under him we have Ian Walsh on 256 points he is a long time friend of ours and it's it's definitely fascinating to see him up amongst the uh, you know having a the elite the elite exactly the top three mm. fucking positions in our league um, so hopefully he keeps that streak going Derek Barry MacGyver's Divers in number four Lads on Toure Dara Farher he's a number five Lane, Le- Lane Leon Lane Lyons that's tough to say Liam Herridge Liam Herridge you're in number six Clarkey's County Tony Clarkey's number seven Chicken Caesar Salah Anthony Clark number eight Arda related tune in next week number nine Abra Dubravka Anthony Trotter number ten he's and number joint tenth spot uh, two competitors from last year Eric Braspenning and Paul Galloway they're both sitting on two hundred forty one points so yeah there's a there's some fucking intimidating scores in that league already Seamus both of us aren't a million miles apart and I'm already going ah oh, like I had to catch. Up on 80 fucking points? That's not right. That's not right. This is our league. Yeah, but they're trashing us. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't win this last year. We're not going to win it this year. Yeah, um, no. Yeah. Is that last year's winner anywhere? Fruity FC? Alan? He's in there somewhere. He's in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, we haven't announced this, but I suppose while we have you here, anyone that's got to 58 minutes of this of this shit show... Fair play to you, and uh, I suppose we 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 could we should tell you all that if you want to join the mini league, it is E H four H H seven. The code is E H four H H seven. Easy to remember. Uh, so yeah, get on that. We have not shared that on any social media shit since. It's <laughs> disgraceful. No. We it's, mention it on every podcast. Yeah, we should really do that. We have to do it like right now on Potter. I'm not going to do it. Gonna happen. No. They can go but. fuck themselves. Social media. No. Anyone <laughs> who's in it, they're in it. No, I'm only joking. We will put it out. Um, it'll be a bit embarrassing, I suppose. But hey, at least you know <laughs> that these people are pure. They're FBL hangover pure. Triple distilled pure. Uh, I think we can leave it there, Seamus. We have hit the 60 minute mark. Game week five is a couple of days away. You've got all the nasty details, Seamus, don't you? Uh, I do. I can tell you who's going to be, you know, top point scorer in game week five and all that. But uh, if you need to find out that information, 
then you should DM us or tweet us on the social media. So on Twitter, we're at FPL Hangover. You can also DM me. Uh, my DMs are now open. Somebody pointed out that they weren't actually open before. Uh, How do you put your DMs that are open? How but, uh, yeah, I'm... yeah, because you, when you go to your settings, Don't do it you can now. just say either friends can <laughs> message you. Yeah, you can either go to they say your friends can message you or everyone. So I've just said it to everyone now. But I'm at FPL Drunk if you want to message me. Uh, we can also you know, get us on email if you want to go the old school route, uh, which is uh, FPLHangover at gmail.com. We still occasionally check. I that check it all the fucking time. Since since I started since... doing this shit, Seamus. Okay, yeah. it's open on my damn desktop yeah, just... now. If you've got our personal numbers, Steve, <laughs> Ian, any of you guys, you can message us. No, <laughs> I'm not going to give out Seamus, our personal zero, numbers eight. here on this. Yeah, I might no, give you. you I can stop this screen. Oh, I can stop this stream right now, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, I think we're also on Facebook. Man, I haven't. Up- I don't think I've even updated the Facebook page since the start of the season. I should really get on that. That was my responsibility. But yeah, that's how you can get through to us on social media. And again, on YouTube, look for the FPL Hangover podcast. Uh, page like subscribe share retweet all that you can do guys it's big help we're on itunes as well itunes podcast so if you can like and give us a review on that Dude, that'd be five stars all around even if you don't like what you've listened to if you're still here now you have to have liked it somewhat or as your hate listening which as far as i'm concerned is is just as valid uh yeah like subscribe all of that shit enjoy game week five folks we will see you next week and god bless Let it